Casting from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Nicholas Active Nick Landry, Richard Campbell, and Mark Miller announcing show number 11. Hmm, 11? So this is what it feels like to travel through the internet at 10 megabits per second. Mondays is produced by Pwop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who, now that the bandwidth crunch is over, is more relieved than a drunk sailor temporarily parked in the soft shoulder on the Mass Pike, Carl Franklin. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. That's the Massachusetts Turnpike, by the way, for those non-New Englanders out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, with me in the studio today is the one, the only, the crazy Mark Miller. Yeah, you know, I'm not that crazy, man. We, we did this in court already, and I'm telling you that the scientists were wrong in that evaluation. <laughs> I feel like I need to play some duck sound effect or something like, quack, quack. You know, like the, <laughs> I brought the ducks with me and leave, leave them out of this, okay? They had nothing to do with my mental stability. You're listening to Monday's podcasting from New London, Connecticut. I'm Carl Franklin, and I have a bug up my ass. Let me get it out. Okay. Hey, uh, Active Nick, you're out there. Oh, yes, I am. In Manhattan. Oh, yes, sir. And Richard in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm back over on the left coast. The left coast. And, of course, Jeff is here. And it's just us four. The ladies are not here with us this week. Oh, it's going to be raunchy. Karen on vacation down in Aruba, Arugula, or wherever the hell she said she was. Some sort of Isn't salad that some kind island. Of Jewish kind of snack or something. <laughs> She's I on a snack. So. She's on a snack island. That would be Rugula. Rugula. Rugbala. <laughs> it's a Jewish club med. <laughs> Bobala. That's what she All the free pastries she can eat, man. Yeah. That's a vacation for me. Lesbians yeah. and free pastries, it's man. It's only $9.99. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to get some hate mail for that. Um, oh, yeah. Let, let's insult a few more groups insult here. Insult everybody, and then they'll all leave us alone, right? Who's, who's, somebody was insulting someone? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. No. I was thinking about lesbians we and were, pastry. We were not insulting anyone. I okay. was just saying that Karen is not here, and she's right. on vacation. Right. Actually went to her Mardi Gras party. Nick and I did last week. Yep. And how was it? We apparently missed the uh, women taking off their shirts in, in for beads uh, episode. But, yeah, uh, it was just a bunch of moms anyways. Yeah. They were mom boobs, you know? <laughs> you know, Nick, you should just come to grips with the fact that that's your primary target now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's married, Nick, huh? What are the odds? The MILF hunter, yeah. <laughs> big boobs and married. You know, I, I'll tell you what the odds are. The odds are damn fucking good because if you've got big boobs, you're going to marry the girl, right? You're not going to let her go. That's yes right. or no? <laughs> True. I think so. How'd you know I like boobs, man? I don't know. Something about that gravitational t- t- boob tractor beam you were in in, that, <laughs> in last week's show, man. 
<laughs> no, you like that, huh? You were in a boob tractor beam. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, last well. week's show, we forgot to post links to the, all the pic- great pictures that you guys took. And so if you go back to show number 10 uh, and you look in the links, you're going to see a whole bunch of links to pictures uh, that, that weren't up last week. And we apologize for that. But there were some really good shots. And you'll actually see uh, Nick causing a wardrobe malfunction and the Fox 5 news lady and the drunk sailors and, uh, and everybody else that was involved there. Some good photos, man. Yeah, so, uh, we actually got some good ones. Yeah, you got that picture. Yeah, that, it's that fun one. to actually uh, see the faces when you listen to the bit. You know, I was stunned to see a picture of those girls buttoning their shirts up. It looked like they were putting them on as not off. I, <laughs> for some reason, I guess I'm just, you know, I guess I'm a pessimistic person. Most guys would look at that and they'd say, oh, they're taking the shirts off. You know off. what it was? I know why. Because it was a, it, the, the image was actually mirrored before we put it on the, on the website. So that that's why you it. thought. But you know. I was stunned because I thought when you, when you did that thing and the girls were like, oh, well, here you go. Here, look at our boobs, you know. I thought, oh, okay, well, they were just obviously faking it, you know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, Jeff, I was thinking you should do a segment on how to tell if your girlfriend's faking an orgasm. <laughs> I was thinking you, Wait, would, you'd be good at that. Girls <laughs> can fake orgasms? <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe you're not the guy to do that show, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, that, that's funny. That. Girls faking orgasms. Huh? Huh? No. I, I got to run. <laughs> well, I have to say I have a foolproof way of knowing that they're not faking. Is that as foolproof as your strategy for picking up the woman at Caesars, man? Nah, 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 nah. I'm sorry. This is foolproof than that, man. Foolproof here. Well, it's very simple. Essentially, I have never heard of a single woman in the history of humanity that has ever faked two or three or four orgasms in a row. What's the point? Usually they fake (sighs) one to get it over with. They got to be really good to do that, man. I ha- well, I-, I guess you'll never know, Mark. Oh, yeah, this is the seventh. But but <laughs> but you're in the other room, honey. <laughs> Who's in there with you? What are you doing? What the fuck is going on? Oh, Put that egg beater away. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, the news that <sighs> we've been uh, dealing with and grappling with here at uh, Pop Productions is that the co-host of .NET Rocks has moved on to bigger and better things, uh, or at least more... Uh, Mm, he doesn't more, want to be more, seen with you anymore, Carl. Yeah, more important, more money-paying things, I suppose, than being the co-host of our stupid show. So yeah, no more grab ass with Carl. I think yeah. I think he had a little talk. I think he probably had a little talking <laughs> too. From- Everybody's asking me like, "What's the big story? What's the story, man? What did you?" And they did the same thing with Mark Dunn too. People would call, come up to Mark and say, "Hey, man, what really happened?" Yeah, you know? well, you know something <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's like, oh, of course, you know. you know. After the baseball bats came out, I knew we just couldn't work together anymore. Right, it's like it's totally face same value, gonna, man. Same thing's going to happen with Richard. Yeah, yeah, Richard. Yeah. You're I've gonna, already I've already ordered my brass knuckles. They're going to be like uh, Richard. You know, we don't approve of that show you're doing with that Franklin boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in order to to get you off the show, we're going to give you more work than you can possibly handle, right? Yeah. No, but it's totally true. Everything that we've said into the press and on the show is totally the truth. So we're not hiding anything. There's no ill will. Rory's probably going to be on Mondays, you know, before he's, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what before, but he's going to be on Monday soon, I bet. And um, as soon as the schedule clears up. Well, you know, what would be cool is have him on as a guest. Sure. Why not? Because uh, because he's damn interesting. Yeah, he is. And damn funny, and, and too. damn funny too, man. Yes, yep. You know, Carl, what's going to happen is once you burn through Richard, and then you're probably <laughs> going to get like uh, Mark Miller to be your co-host. Then Microsoft is going to go to you, and they say, "Well, you know what? You can keep Mark." 
<laughs> no, I think they would go to Carl and say, uh, Carl, it's, like, it's like, we're good with this. You know, like the other guys, you know, you had no. to get rid of. But, you know, Mark, yeah, you, you can keep the guy. No, they're going like, to go. We, we don't want him. I know? swear to you, I swear to you, Nick, when I'm on the show doing the co they're going to go to Carl and say, Carl, we don't want you uh, working with Mark anymore. We want you off the show, man. Yeah, I got to get yeah, exactly. off the show. You're out, man. You're, you're off the show, man. Well, I wondered, you know, what would happen if I if if I suddenly decided to, uh, you know, stop doing it. I, I really had thinking ever... about taking a vacation to Rugula or oh, something. Oh no, no, like that? actually, I'm not, and I didn't even want to even Dagobah? hint at that. It's the Dagobah system, right? The that's Dagobah. Where, that's the where Dagobah. she is. Okay, sorry. Yeah, the Dagobah system, which is 14 parsecs outside of Kronkalite. Well, I can tell you what's going to happen, Carl. You're you're going to have a life. No, I, I, I just it, the thought never crossed my mind to stop doing .dot networks. I want to keep doing this show until they turn me off, man. Until you know, until the trend yep. is going down. That's right. Beep beep beep. That's Ladies it, ladies and gentlemen. That was and Carl more Franklin. and more movies as well. Now, as for Mondays, that's another story. <laughs> what? What's wrong with Mondays? Nothing's wrong that's with great. Mondays. Hey, anybody want to pay for this? <laughs> You yeah. guys gonna pay for this or what? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little concerned, frankly, that we're never gonna get beyond the you know the six guys and two girls sort of uh, geeking out and swearing and and saying pussy and fuck and and getting no sponsors ever. What if we all carried signs with us like the homeless do? <laughs> you know, need sponsors. I mean, how many other funny podcasts are there out there? You know, there's a there's a whole category, a whole genre of podcasts. There's probably going to be a thousand humor podcasts before anybody but, in the commercial world ever thinks about advertising in any of them. Yeah, but are they funny? Well, I guess it doesn't matter if they're funny. It matters if people are listening, right? Ask the fans. All right, man. Ask the fans. I mean, get them to write us letters and have them tell us what they like, what they don't like about the show. We well, need they do that already. Floods man. of letters. Hey, guys, you know, the show's really sucking right now, just an FYI. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you're, you're bringing me down with this pathetic little, we don't have any sponsors. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying, you Why know. Why won't anybody sponsor our goddamn ass fuck show? <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, right? Forget sponsors, man. Just sell ads. That's it. Well, that's what just I'm talking ads. about, you know. I just don't know. Who can we sell, you know. And he now let's hear from Penthouse Magazine. The porn that gets you hard. No, but yeah. not like that other the, the, porn the, that doesn't get you as hard as this does. You know, Viagra, is, maybe. We could talk to Pfizer, maybe get a Viagra spot in there or something, you know? It's like the stuff that you see on late night TV when you're skipping through like three o'clock in the morning, like, got a flac flaccid penis? No? <laughs> well, Are, not right now, but uh, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> We'll give you an all. We'll give you a way to increase the size of your penis, and you don't have to take anything. Just watch this porn. <clears throat> oh well. Yeah, well, you see that that's the thing. The show it's a whole experience. It's a lifestyle, you know. I actually got it's to a live lifestyle. this lifestyle last weekend when I went to visit you, man. It's a loser lifestyle. Basically. Oh, that was great. I mean, I <laughs> I essentially experienced the the substance over style lifestyle of Carl Franklin. Oh, oh, oh boy. No, go. that was fun. We we ate some good ribs. Yeah, that's I lived true. in the ultimate bachelor pad over there. I mean, the guy is married, but he's got a real bachelor pad. Yeah, my wife wants you to stop saying it's a bachelor pad. So, oh, <laughs> don't you don't you get Gresham pissed off at you, Nick? You'll be in trouble. I thought you told me. I thought you told me she didn't listen to the show. No, she doesn't. Except no, what she I, doesn't. The, the kids related to her. Well, the only way that I can play it for her is if there's no kids in the room, and that hardly ever happens. So yeah, you know, that's 
That's the basic problem right yeah, what's there. Up when with it the- does happen, you're not thinking about the radio show. Right. And what's what's going on with all these kids, man? It seems like you have a couple and they stick around for years. <laughs> Get the fuck out. What is this? I've seen you already. Yeah, I know uh, you. Now you understand why I'm steering clear. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? But your your natural evolutionary tendencies, Nick, are to still go out and fuck, man. Still want to, you, You're doing the action of making kids. And you're just, well, yeah, but the, you don't I, want I, any. I know that a few years from now, though, I'm going to have like that, that, that dreaded doorbell ring. You so, know? you know, here's the thing I don't understand, Nick. This is, this. oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting a figure. Hello, my future girlfriend. This is what Nick's going to get. This is what I sound like. I am 11 years old in the sixth grade in New Mexico. <laughs> Please PM me if I'm on Yahoo Chat. Bye. Thanks and for I'm stopping your daughter. Me. Oh, that sounds like so a girl's creepy. voice. Was it a boy's voice or a girl's voice? <laughs> it's an 11-year-old boy who put up a website. It's no longer up, but it's in New Mexico. This is one of the weird, wide websites that Kirk Webb brought us this to. Is this is a creepy. boy? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was an 11-year-old boy. Very, Ooh. very, very strange and creepy. And why did yeah. we why did we play that? You just wanted because to creep we, the fuck out of me because out? Because we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed about that. And, it's uh, very spooky. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's funny insanely if, scary. It's funny if Nick is saying it as an old man. Hello, my future girlfriend. <laughs> oh, but it's, God. But it is, it is not funny to hear that fucking kid say it, man. It's That's scary. what I'm saying about kids. You have one and they stick around. What is up with that? Does anybody know? Anybody, why are they still here? I asked my wife. She said, they're our kids. I go, yeah, I know. I've seen them already. <laughs> why are they still here? They're four years old, for God's sakes. Sorry. Hey, oh. what's up with this magazine that you've got? Uh... Yeah. Sorry, man. I brought in uh, uh, my uh, uh, this Pocket PC magazine. It's actually the February 2005 episode of it. Um, I uh, noticed some uh, remarkable stuff, and we'll uh, uh, we don't have this live now, but we'll have. Did it you like get this at the airport when you were not on this trip, but actually on the previous trip? I think I was on. Oh, cool. When I was out here, um, yeah, I got this at the airport, uh, and there's two ads I noticed, and they're 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 pretty interesting. The first one I noticed on page 17, it says "Mobility Evolutionized," and there's a kind of a, a clean cut guy with kind of a smile on his face. He's holding up his hand. He's got like a little uh, uh, HPI pack in his hand, and uh, so it's got mobility. Evolutionize, who's so representing evolution. And then uh, a little later on, page 90, picture, uh, uh, there's an ad that says, I now read the Bible more often. And it's the same fucking guy. Same guy. And he's, he's got a different PDA <laughs> in his hand, same outfit, same shirt, everything, the same clip art. And uh, so, I, uh, so I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's evolution versus the Bible. Same guy arguing both sides. Thought I'd point that <laughs> oh, out. Oh, man. That's the uh, Pocket PC, February 2005. We'll nice. uh, scan that and put what we can up of it out on the website here. What's the URL that you had for those? That we're uh, gonna put yeah, that there? was um, mondays.pwop.com. You know what? We'll just do a shrinkster URL. We'll plug it in somewhere. Alrighty. Just go to the website. You'll, you'll see it on the website. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I thought I'd point that out. Yeah. You know, what's really insane about that is that not only is it the same guy, but one ad is evolution and the other is reading the Bible. Yeah. And aren't those normally on contrary sides of the... Diametrically uh, opposed, yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of yeah, the Bible, I was, I, was, I was... Where was I? I was in Idaho. Oh, two things. I went to Idaho to visit one of my, my oldest daughter and... Uh, Nick, I, did you hear him properly? <clears throat> did you hear what he just said, where he, was for, where he went to? Went to yeah, Idaho. Idaho. Okay. What, a, what sort of an answer is that? I went to Just Idaho. Checking. Three remarkable things. One is I was behind a truck and it had like a gun rack, you know, mounted in the back, you know, total, yeah. total, you know, hick 
kind of, you figure the guy's a total redneck driving around, right? Sure. You're in Idaho. By the way, no black people in Idaho or Mexicans. I didn't really? see it. No, it's just like, well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But I'm driving, I'm behind this car. And the, the, but the remarkable thing is, it, it tells you where, you know, where we are in the information age. Information age. Rednecks are really up to speed. The, the license plate said war driving. This is the license plate. <laughs> w. Four R D R V N. Cool. War driving. The guy's war driving. So <laughs> I, I, you know, he's going. Oh, where's the internet connection in the deer? I'm going to shoot me some deer and get some free Wi-Fi. You know. So I, I'm behind this guy in, in Idaho. The second thing is I'm at this. I'm. I'm. You know, I don't get out much, as you guys may know. I live in Los Angeles. But I don't get outside much. Every once in a yeah. while, I'm like, oh, what's that orb in the sky? You know, heat <laughs> emanating from the source. Must consult Pocket PDA, run to shade so I can see what, you know, so that's me. So I'm inside uh, Idaho in a shop. I'm, I'm in this, you know, uh, shopping uh, place where you sell food. It's called a grocery store, yeah, I think. grocery store. Right. I'm in there. I'm looking around. And I'm looking around. I'm, something very strange is happening. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. Everybody, I'm like... These people are as white as I am. <laughs> I found my people. And then I did one of these Homer system, Homer Simpson chocolate dances, you know, through, for about five minutes and until I was awesome. informed, uh, no, you haven't found your people. You can leave now, sir. And so <laughs> that was the, uh, that was, and I said there was three things that happened. I don't remember. What was the third thing? I don't know. You well, got the gun rack. You the, got the, the Y war driving. What was and you the got other the, thing we were talking about? Oh, Bible. Yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. Listen. Listening to the listening to the uh, listening to the radio, and you know it's this news news segment, and the guy's saying, "Well, you know, we've looked at the history, and it looks like that, uh, you know." And he's talking about you know the threat from from China yeah. going on and on, and he's bringing up all this stuff that I had not heard in the news. I was like, "Thinking, geez, I haven't listened to the news in a while." And then finally ends up with, yeah, right now it seems like the Chinese, according to the Bible, appears to be a pretty good threat. Apparently the, the Bible apparently <laughs> prophesizes. I'm like, what the fuck? They sucked me in for 10 minutes of this new show. And then it turns out the guy's like ticking it all from reading the Bible. Chinese will attack according to the Bible. I'm like, all right. <laughs> And then my the other remarkable – there's a fourth remarkable thing about Idaho. My daughter told me this. They've got like uh, uh, deciduous trees there and coniferous trees there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who the fuck knew that the Idahoans could, gr could grow man-eating trees? These coniferous <laughs> trees. Apparently, they're like a threat at night. They're nocturnal. I was like, oh, what the fuck, man? So you got to watch it in Idaho, man. <laughs> Yeah, and those things, those things are around all year, too. You're not safe in winter. <laughs> exactly. That's what she was saying. I'm like, oh, my God. How could you live in this place? So I also know that they use potatoes as weapons out there. Really? You know, because there's so many of them. Yeah, not just in potato guns. I mean, they'll just beat you they'll to death with a, with a potato. They're, they're memo fuckers. <laughs> if they don't have a potato, they'll take a big bag of potato chips and whack you with that, man. That just, was that was right after I did the Homer Simpson dance. They were actually doing that right. with me. That's right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so Nick, Mark, what's uh, what's on? I, I, Mark, I gotta say, we've missed you last week. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, we, we did. did, man. <laughs> no doubt about it. He's back, man. I'm back. <laughs> they said I couldn't make my comeback, but he's I'm back. He's got all all this buildup now that he's got to to just let go of, and and that's why it's it's such and, an awesome and result. God damn it! Why aren't the women here? Oh, wait, you were talking about something else. You actually managed to make Idaho sound, sound exciting, you know? Yeah. yeah. How did you make out with the women's this week, Nick? Um, actually, I'm doing good. Well, you remember the uh, the blonde that I talked about last week, right? Yeah. 
So, um, Mark, you didn't really hear that story yet, right? No, but I think it goes gonna, like this. You're going to have to prepare she, him for she it. She had big boobs. You approached her, talked to her, found out she was married. Ah, you said, oh, what the fuck? I don't care. <laughs> and uh, then she said, I'm sorry, I'm married. And she left. No, actually, <laughs> well, in in a nutshell, it's it, it's a it's a girl at, at my current client right now. And yeah, she does have big boobs and she's a like very beautiful blonde. Uh, but I haven't really haven't really spoken to her yet because I really don't have any excuse yet. Anyways, except so, for that, just go just go up to her and say, "Dude," or wait, you don't say that because she's a girl. You say, "Chick, you're hot." <laughs> I'm Nick. I give three orgasms. Okay, remember, I, I, I could do this like normally, but again, like she's working for one of my clients. Oh, hey guys, oh, I gotta I gotta backtrack for just a second, real quick. You guys should go to shrinkster.com slash. 3WA. This is something that my uh, my friend Steve, shout out to Steve, just sent me a link to. He's listening to the show live. Shankster.com slash 3 Washington, Alabama. Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah. I thought the holy toast was amazing. Look at this, Mark. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is a potato <laughs> that you probably won't find in Idaho. Oh, man. That what is, is it. An anteater sweet potato. Holy crap. com slash 3WA. That is amazing. They did cut the ears up, though. They made the ears up. Yeah, I think they did. (laughs) That's okay. You can have your money back. Man, you know, they're they're just wishing if only the anteater showed up a few more times in the Bible, they could get some cold hard cash for this thing. Yeah, you know, I I mean, I was really, you know, excited and enthralled by, you know, Nick's latest story of like general sexual ineptitude. But I thought that, you know, I had to get the potato thing out there in the open. It's pretty good. Okay, hold on. We were talking about Nick and the hot chick, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, Nick, I have to tell you something. Either you tell the story really well, or I've got a really damn good imagination. But that Russian girl, she was wearing like a blue, silvery, shiny s- shirt, wasn't she? Well, not not shiny, but it was kind of blue with white stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the buttons were really a lot of pressure on those buttons, huh? Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 No, she by far she's the hot one. Like, and the blonde is nice. But I will not never as, forget not that. as hot as the as the Russian Nick. Chick, it though. was as if I was there, man. I was telling my wife about it. I was going, man, I still regret not picking her up. And she's like slapping the shit out of me. I don't know why. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? And why are you still around? She said, you married me. Why are you still here? I know you already. I see you. That's what you have to do, Mark. You have to live precariously through me. Yeah, I know. It's very precariously. <laughs> precariously yeah. through you. Yeah. So you have to get shot down through me. Do we have to do that? Or can we? We have to. Can, can, can we actually, could, yeah. could we live vicariously with somebody who actually could score with a girl like <laughs> once or twice a year? Well, I'm making progress here. <laughs> See, here's okay, the thing. I still, Nick, I still Nick, don't Nick, have her name. Nick, here's the thing I don't understand, man. You, you bring girl back. You give her like three orgasms and then you like let her go, man. I mean, she's going to be like all over you, you know, and if she's, she's as hot for sex as you are, it'll allow you to give her three yeah, orgasms, well, I man. I moved to New York, man. I have to start over because all my fuck friends are back in Montreal. Dude, you didn't say you were giving Montreal chicks three orgasms. Any guy could do that. (laughs) These are American girls. You have to work harder here. I I think you should follow up on the chick from New Haven who gave you and all the Mondays listeners her phone number. Because she basically said, come over to my house. Yeah, well, uh, I'll show you a picture, by the way, and uh, no. All right. Okay. So, uh, no, but I'm making making some progress with that girl because I still don't know her name. 
But at least I have an idea of what she does, because based on where she's sitting... Did you take my advice and do the facts thing? No, I didn't do the facts thing. The thing is, Mark, here's my suggestion. He's trying to figure out how to break the ice, like how to have an excuse of this girl. Right. So I said, man, uh, fax yourself a memo and... Uh, Must and, cut down on orgasms I give to women and accidentally drop it in You know, her. from somebody else and drop Sorry. it in her inbox, right? And it's addressed to you with your cue, and she's going to have to return it to you. So there's your excuse. And then you then you open it up, and it's like a letter from your penis reduction surgery scheduled yeah, for go. next week. Yeah, yeah, the only problem is that his office uses this new thing they invented called email. Yeah, exactly. Like They don't have memos. I have not seen a single memo over there. Make it a Dear John letter from your ex-girlfriend breaking it off. And she'll yeah. read it. She'll get sucked up in your emotional life. She'll realize that you're available, and it's perfect, man. What could be better than that? Unless she listens to Mondays, then you're fucked. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Actually, that could be a good opener. I'm just waiting for that day when it's going to happen. I know it's going to be great. So, but so far, I still don't know her name. I know that based on where she's sitting, she's probably like in financial research or something like that. So not very exciting. But I am making progress. Because at one point... I was waiting, you know, again by the elevator because I don't have a badge yet. And and then she opened the door for me and I said, well, thank you. And she said, mm-hmm. Oh, oh man. I, I'm, do, I'm doing Wait, good here, man. That sounded like a dismissive, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing like very, very good. And, and once, actually twice this week, she walked by my desk and she had a bunch of papers that she had to throw away because there's a big garbage can next to my desk. Well, not next to it, but close to it. <laughs> and so she, and twice she had to walk by my desk, you know, to, to throw away these papers. Dude, I think you should so. write, write her a little note <laughs> that says, I think you're hot. Don't, don't get me in trouble with the sexual, you know, authorities. But uh, yeah. I, th- I think you're hot and uh, here's my number, man, or something like that. Yep. I think I should you do. This is say- actually a very sensible suggestion. That's the, the, the funny thing is that out of all people, you know, it's, it's Miller who's got the, the in, in fact, if anything, I would just say, you know what? I think you're so hot. And that's all I would put on the note and just give it to her. And then see, basically ch- check her reaction after that. That's yeah, what I would do. Handcuffs. Just- I've been trying to investigate a little more because, you know, I know she's not married, at least because she doesn't have a ring. Um, I noticed a few times that she works late. Like, you know, like six, seven, which means probably no kids. Steve in the chat so, room says, don't dip your pen in the company ink, man. There you go. Now you're thinking, Steve, you're totally right. Don't do it, man. The version we have is don't fuck with the payroll. There you go. That, by the way, guys, I, I watched the A&E thing again. I know I'm a masochist, but I watched the A&E thing again, and yeah. I realized that out of the, of the guys that were there, I was the only one in Monday's mode. True. Because at the end, well, out of the whole segment we were there, I was the only one who was bleeped. Uh, yeah, that's right. The rest of us uh, didn't want to say. Yeah, anything. you, you guys were in like, for television. Well, yeah, you guys were all in Disney mode, you know. But <laughs> at the end, when you came to get me and you said, "Hey, dude, let's go. This is not working," and then we left and walked away, I turned to to Carla and said, "Oh, that was fucking lame," <laughs> and they bleeped me. <laughs> So when I watched that again, I was so proud of that. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. That was great. It'd be cool if you could kind of get just that little bit on a digital chip and have it playing in a loop inside of a, an LCD panel mounted on your wall, like in a, <laughs> in a frame. But just, you know, you know, Nick on Annie and so when your girls come in, you know, and, you know, you'll, the, the, first, loser. the first thing they see is Nick guarantees three orgasms minimum per night. <laughs> and then the next thing they see is this, you know, n- you know, Nick's appearance on A&E, big star. You know, that kind of thing. Oh. I'm just trying to give you oh, tips, man. Nick. Nick, to pick up the chicks, man. This is yeah. just trying to give you some tips, man. Exactly. All right. Well, we're going to talk toys with Richard in a minute. But uh, before we do that, it's time for Amazing, Amazing Tales of Pooh. Also known as number two. <laughs> Fascinating. Hey, Mr. Mark, you got some poo tales for us? I tell you, first of all, before you even say anything, I don't think anything can top the uh, the pile of horseshit story with a tank. That may be the zenith of poo story. The most amazing tale of poo of all time. Well, yeah. I think I think I introduced it as as such, and yeah. and and instead of trying to top that, I'm actually going to do a little bit of a di- divergent, take a divergent path this time, and okay. we're going to do a amazing tales of pee this time. Uh, this, uh, ah. this, you know, every, every single thing I've done here has been true story, right? A true poo story. And this is a true pee story, uh, okay. happened to me, I think in the last year, um, I'm walking uh, down the street in the middle of the night down on the sidewalk, uh, near where I live, which is roughly between, it's between Beverly Hills and Santa Monica okay. is the, gives you a rough idea. And, uh, uh, walking down the street and, uh, I am. I. I don't recall if I'm. If I've got dogs with me, I'm walking the dogs. Or I, I think what I have is I have a, a letter that my wife wants me to put in the mailbox that's around there, ah. so it gets picked up first thing in the morning. Okay. So I'm walking along, and uh, you know, just walking along, and I look. You know, I, I know there's a guy up in front of me, and I, I realize I'm about like ten or twelve feet away from me. He's peeing across. It. He's he's peeing right there on the sidewalk onto the. Onto the uh, uh, the flower bed wall of the building right across. Oh, now I want to I want to I want to give you the location again. Right, this is between Beverly Hills and Santa Monica. That's and nice. this this guy is not a bum. He's dressed in kind of a, a casual business suit thing, and. Huh. When I spot him, I've already got momentum in his direction, right? And and then, but he doesn't spot me yet, right? So I, I'm like, oh fuck, I can't believe this guy's peeing right here, man. And so I start to go around him, like because I'm not going to walk through the pee, right? And he sees me, he says, oh, 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 sorry, man. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now you, I don't know if this is true for girls, but I think guys, you'll vouch for this, right? When you're in the middle of pee and somebody interrupts you, yeah. you're not you're not going to like shut it you're off, not right? Stop. No. You're just like, oh fuck it, man. He's caught me peeing on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. So I'm like, just keep on peeing, man. You just keep right ahead and go pee on that wall there, buddy. So uh, so anyway, that's my uh, that's my uh, amazing tale of, of pee story. I, uh, I actually have one. Well, speculation, just a little quick follow-up. Sure. My speculation on this is like, what the fuck is this guy doing in I the really middle of the know. night, right? Well, I, my speculation is, is he's like some kind of detective on a stakeout and he had mm. to go and he, you know, that's why he explains why he was dressed like there. Cause it's like 1 a.m. If you're going to be inconspicuous, like are you going to whip out your schlong and start whizzing in the middle of the yeah, street? I just I like, mean, just, yeah, just put that pee anywhere, man. It's all right. Yeah. Just, just put it over there. So I actually have a tale of pee and, you know, I never thought of this before, but, uh, I was at a Grateful Dead concert in the eighties and, uh, it was one, I only went to a few Grateful Dead shows. 
four or five maybe. And in this one in particular, it may have been the first one where I was introduced to Deader Size. Now, if you've never been to a Grateful Dead show, you probably it's too late now. You never will now. It's too late now. But uh, you know, a lot, the thing to do, I guess, is to take the drug of your choice. And when they play this thing called Space, which is essentially free for all, freestyle noise, sound effects with instruments, kind of uh, the thing to do is to close your eyes, and you get about five feet of personal space. You close your eyes. And you tip your head back, you hold your mouth open, and and you wave your arms in a swimming kind of slow motion back and forth and just roll your head around. This is for the benefit of the guys on stage, uh, right? So it's no, like this massive visual they're thing. They're doing this in the hallways. They're doing this wow. in the on the floor and it reeks of marijuana, right? So I, uh, I see a guy in – you know when you walk into a stadium, right? You walk into an arena. Usually there's like a ramp that goes up. And then, you, then you're inside. But you go in the door and you go up this ramp. Well, this guy was in the ramp of a door that was shut. So nobody was coming in or out. But he was down in the ramp doing the debtor size motion and <laughs> pissing himself right there on oh, the floor. Man. Not pants on, shorts on, oh, a stream nice. of pee going right down on the floor. And I thought, you know, this is so if, funny, I'm the, if I'm like the owner of the venue... And I'm thinking, you know, what band can I book? You know, there's a certain biological <laughs> debris factor that you hit, clean up factor that goes along with the Grateful Dead show. Like, dude, you that know, what? everybody's going to go. It's going to be packed. You're going to make millions off of it. But then you're going to have to, first of all, you're going to have to look the other way when all the drugs in, the, in L.A. come pouring into this one place and then just people, you know, doing whatever. To your building. Dude, the guy you saw was the owner of the venue, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm making so much fucking money, I could pee naked. Oh, yeah. On my own place. That was, that was wow. truly amazing and eye-opening. So anyway, so next week I think we're going to do poo crop circles. And uh, we'll, we'll be back. Amazing tales of poo. Crop circles. Also known as number two. Yeah, this is exactly what this show needs, alien poo. Yeah, alien poo. There you go. It's all, all right. true, boys. Well, Richard, I do believe it's your turn out there in Vancouver. You know, the thing about this show is that from the website, you don't really get that it's really a geek show. I mean, you, yeah, we're a band of nerds and stuff, but we talk about toys. We talk about hardware. We talk about, you, you know, freaking eBay. We talk about things in technology quite a lot, you know, even if in, in between poo stories and other things. But but in uh, Richard, man, he's the he's the guy. He is the toy boy. He is not only just the toy boy on the show, but out of all of my friends in technology, when somebody wants to build a machine for gaming or some sort of get some sort of toy, who do they call? They, they call, call me. They, they call you. Call oh, I'm going to call you, man, because I need one. So I'm I know, gonna call buddy, you. I know. I think I'm going to have to make a whole episode just around your machine. Oh, yeah. Did you see the latest blog entry? Uh, I know you think you did, Carl, where I, where I reworked my network rack. Yes, I did. So, yeah, I yeah, saw that. that. Pretty serious gear. That was serious. And then and the server rack is worse. It's still going. 
So it's it's uh, all the machines are being overhauled. I put together a two terabyte array for all the music and stuff. So and uh, and actually, I picked up a new toy, a little diversion here. And I think I mentioned this to you. I actually got one of those Plus Deck twos. If you go to www.plusdeck.com. This, these guys, it's actually a Korean site, but they've got an English version there. It's a cassette deck that fits into a drive bag. Oh, yeah. This was a toy before, wasn't it? Yeah. We've, this has been a toy before. Well, I have one now. <laughs> I had That's to have cool. one. And I, you know, you only really get the benefit of a product once you have it in your hands. And one of the great things, of course, is the Korean translated English. You know, <laughs> yeah. lay it on us, man. Yeah. Rule number three of inserting tapes into the drive. Don't push by force. It causes trouble. <laughs> My wife said the same thing to me, man. Oh, and rule number seven, another favorite of mine. Be careful that other things except tape aren't entered into the tape insert part. It causes trouble. Awesome. So, sorry, man. I was just like, you're just it's exactly the same things my wife say to me on experimental night. <laughs> oh, oh, man. What? Anyway, what? They, they, I should, if anybody ever gets interested in getting one of these things, and I'm not entirely sure why I own one, except that it was so weird I had to have one. The, it doesn't interface with the computer directly per se. It fits into a drive bay, but then there's a little ribbon cable that plugs into a card that plugs into a slot on the back. It's not actually a PCI card, but it actually is, uh, goes out the back. And you have an audio in, audio out, headphone jack, and a serial jack. And they supply a serial cable that's got to loop back into your machine oh, man. to, oh, uh, to hook up the thing. And it's controlled through the serial port. Those Koreans are tricky, man, the way they got that set <laughs> up, aren't they? <laughs> it's an odd little thing, man. A very, very odd little thing. Next thing those Koreans are doing, they'll, they'll be inventing nuclear weapons and yeah. threatening the United States. I was going to say, man, the engineer probably got a letter from Kim Jong-il saying, hey, that's too easy. <laughs> Fuck it all up. Anyway, the only reason I have the thing is that I've got a bunch of old audio tapes of various things that I that I want to encode to MP3. Yeah, it's cool, man. I love it. And this is an easy way to do it. I also love the design of this. I think it's it's gorgeous design on the front. Yeah, it's very stylish. Yeah, it is very nice. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last time that I actually owned a functioning a functioning tape deck, and I cannot even remember. Well, that's exactly the problem. Where do you get a functioning tape deck anymore? I have one. What about like eight track tapes? Do they have one for that? Because I got a bunch of eight track tapes. <laughs> <laughs> now, finding a working 8-track tape would be a challenge. I need to convert to MP3s, yeah, the, the Plus man. Deck 8. It's coming Do a up little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. Yeah. I got an 8-track deck that uh, that's functioning as a mouse pad right now, but it did work when I, when I put it where it is, like, four years ago. <laughs> you know, I think we should do a best of Mondays, like, promo and publish it on 8-track. There, there you, you go. go. Beautiful. And nobody's going to notice the difference. This is awesome, Richard. I yeah. love it, man. This you is, love that device? That's It's an old toy. I've done it before. This is going to bring back the PC cassette, or bring back the cassette tape. It's going to do it, man. And actually, it's designed to retire <laughs> the cassette deck. You realize that. This is for getting your cassette tunes, you know, all the favorite overstretched tape stuff you've got into MP3 format once and for all. Does it do, like, noise reduction? Or is that just software built in? Does it do hardware? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's quite that sophisticated. This is a pretty basic tape drive, right? I figure you're going to get about six tapes through it before it just starts eating everything. <laughs> Dude, you know what you could do? I just realized this is a brilliant idea I just had. You could get one of those um, little CD to cassette tape converters and stick it in here and play CDs on your computer. Ah, wow. That'd be a cool idea. See, I, I never <laughs> stop thinking, guys. This is the tech tip with Mark Miller, man. 
There you go. Yeah. You, you are you are always thinking ahead, my friend. Actually, I ha- way ahead. I have these uh, these amazing pieces of equipment from the seventies. I guess the seventies, yeah. Which are things that you slide into your eight track deck that have a you know a modern tape deck in them. So you plug a tape, you put a tape into the thing, and then you put it into your eight track deck so you can play new tapes on your eight track deck. So what you really need is to put a tape adapter for your CD player into the that tape to eight track adapter plug that Sweet. into your mp3 player like your ipod and then plug it into your uh eight track player so you can listen to your mp3s from your ipod on your eight track jeff deck. i'm absolutely amazed that's like step 17 on my plan for total world domination how did you know how did you know oh my god i'm gonna have to oh, revise man. step 17 man <laughs> jeff's on to me all well, right. let's go in a different direction. And this has actually been a topic that's been banging around for about a week or two for me now. And it's one of those things that, you know, the nice thing about getting a little older, you know, in the late 30s and so forth, is I've learned to harness my obsessive compulsive nature for the powers of good. <laughs> and uh, and I just had a thing about clock radios. Now, I mean, my wife and I both wear glasses, so seeing the clock radio at night is is an issue, right? I found a clock radio that has, like, really big numbers on it, <laughs> but even then, it's only on one side of the bed, so somebody's leaning over somebody to see what the hell time it is. So the first fix I got, which I, I'm very happy with as a product, uh, I shrinksterized it at uh, 3WB, so Whiskey Bravo. This is a nice little, I'm really pleased. It's a good, a good little product made by Oregon Scientific. And it's, it's a projection clock that also has a temperature sensor. So I put the temperature sensor outside. So shining on my ceiling is the time and current outdoor temperature. That is cool. I have this. Which, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Really? Yeah, I do. It's a great little device. And, and this is the thing is it's nice and big. So even without your glasses, you can, you can see what time it is on the ceiling rather than on one side. So either one of us can see it. My wife loves it. Problem is when I set it up, I didn't tell her I'd put it in. And she went to bed before me that night. And about a half an hour later, she comes downstairs. She goes, there's something red and glowing on the ceiling. <laughs> so, so the thing that I was, you know, the thing I love about this. Now, I didn't, you know, think, you know, that was clever of you to stick the temperature sensor outside. I use it as a suppository, so I project onto the ceiling the temperature of my ass, and Cindy hates it. She's like, she's like, she's like, no way! I don't want to see the temperature ass anymore. Cindy is one of those infrared guns that, uh, and you Mark can make had... it blink too. It's yeah. great, man. Watch my blinking ass temperature. <laughs> Look, honey, still 98.6. <laughs> but can actually can you use it to actually display on your ceiling the LCD ASCII version of porn? Who cares, man? My ass no, is on the great. ceiling. The temperature of my ass, man. <laughs> this is technology. You, caveman did not have this. Okay? Caveman's life sucked. Caveman back in there. Caveman can't project ass temperature on ceiling of cave. Caveman life suck. Rubbing sticks together. Wish ass temperature on ceiling. No luck. Okay? Oh, my goodness. Mark, I have just the product for you for your caveman throwback. It's at shrinkster.com 3WC. little diversion here, but just the sort of thing I think you tree need. Tree hugger. It's on the tree hugger site. And it is a two by four lit from the inside. It's a two by four lamp. Whoa. You're kidding. What? Only 600 bucks? Some crazy guy hollowed out a two by four and stuck lights inside. That is cool. (laughs) 
That's kind of funny, but you know, if he's using those halogen lights that what they they like burn at what three hundred degrees Fahrenheit, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so you can save some bucks, and the next day you you burn your place <laughs> down. It's so funny, and then you end up on Mondays on people dumber than me. This is funny too because it's at this it's at this uh, tree hugger site, which says the future is green. It's like you know they're sucking up lots of power that's you know being being uh, generated by cutting down you know the forest and burning the trees. And also cutting trees to make the, the actual lamp. You want a burning down the forest story? I got a burning down the forest story. I was going to ask story. for one. Do you, you have one? I do have one. Yeah. Let's I was, hear it, man. I was about 16 years old. I was up in New York State with my cousin and my brother. My brother's one year older than me. My cousin's in between me and my brother, age-wise. And so the three of us were on top of... Uh, now, he lives in upstate New York where, you know, my uncle owns like 60 acres, but, you know, he bought it for like $2 an acre back in the 60s. Like, you know, mountainous, way out in nowhere, middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Now, uh, my uncle is, at this time, the fire chief in the town, all right? So the three of us go up on the mountain in back of his yard, and He's there's the f- like three layers of mountains, and my cousin Doug has a fort up there. And so the fort is like an igloo, but made out of pine tree uh, branches. And now it's November, and the pine tree branches are nice, crispy, golden brown. And so think of a pine tree igloo about four feet with pine needles everywhere on the top of a mountain. What does my brother do? Gets out a lighter, makes a little fire. In the corner. <laughs> Near the fire. In the corner, just a little one. He goes, hey, watch this. And he pats it out like this, right? And then he, he says, goes, let's go. It's and out. He goes, and he goes, <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> pats it out. <laughs> and then, you know, this one time he just lost control of it and whoosh, this whole thing went up in 50 foot flames and I'm running my ass down. And I, <laughs> My lips are flapping in the wind, right? And and I just stopped and I said, hey, wait a minute. The forest isn't burning down. I turned around, I looked, and it was just a, a, a black circle in the earth it had made there. <laughs> it didn't t- – it torched so fast and so v- violently that nothing else burned, had time to th- even think about burning. And, and – um it was yeah. spontaneous tree igloo combustion. It was. It was amazing. Which is how you explained it to your uncle. Yeah, I we didn't explain it. It but, just uh, happened, man. We left it up to my cousin to deal with that one. <laughs> Carl, I just realized something. That's funny. For next week, I'm not going to do it this week, but for next week, I have an amazing tale of poo. Uh-oh. No. Oh, yeah. How could this be? And it's going to be a good one. It's a... It's a summer camp story from long ago. I'm going to have to fish in, the, in my pictures because I actually have pictures of this. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I've got a great... Actually, it's a, it's a tale of poo and pee and tampons and a oh, lot God, of stuff. Oh, God, no. Now, let me tell you something, Nick. You were saying, like, two shows ago, you were saying, Oh, Mark, you're so amazing. I don't have any tales of poo. But if you just get in touch with your inner poo, you... Okay, but well, mine... Yeah, I'm sorry, but mine is, like, from at least 17 years ago, you know? Yeah, I just You think, have, like, two a week. So, what, were you, four? <laughs> well, anyway. Richard, uh, if do you have any more toys? Because we, we oh. did forget the contest last week, and so oh, we yeah, need to well, do that. Oh, yeah, I got some more toys, because I haven't finished my clock radio rant. Oh, okay. Because, you know, the... The uh, the projection clock, the, that, that Oregon scientific clock, I love it. It's up on the ceiling, but it's only got one alarm, and it's only a beep alarm. And, I you know, I like a little news in the morning. 
And uh, and so I've still been looking for the perfect clock radio. And I don't think I can give up the projection. So I mean, I'm perfectly happy having two radio, two two clocks on the on the the end table there. So I was, well, you know, the perfect clock radio is one that's got good radio sound, two alarms, so that Stacy and I can each set an alarm. Ideally, you know, it's it's a two parter. It goes on each bedstand, so we can turn off either alarm. We can set either alarm. We both have our own clock. That kind of thing. The whole thing sort of works together. Which you know, this is the whole Icarus flying towards the sun thing. Does such a thing exist? And I found it. It existed. It's it. I and I got I got a link because the the original site's not available. It's at Shrinkster three W eight. This is just a link to an electronic shop that that actually explains the the product. The product is a Nak- Nakamishi Sound Space three. Oh my 3W god! Three W what? Sound yeah. Space. Now, if you look at the picture of the thing, it's three boxes. <laughs> Two identical clock. They're all the same size, but they're both got clocks in them. One of them's got a CD player in it. They can control each other. And the center box is actually a subwoofer. Oh, so your idea here clock. is, you know, you put a clock on each thing and the subwoofer <laughs> on the floor under the bed. You'd have serious sound and that sort of dual interop clock, which, you know, wicked cool. So I'm like, well, where do I get one of these things? And I start searching around trying to find something. And if you if, find something about it, but if you go to... Shrinkster.com 3W9. Go to 3W9. I found this review site that talked about this product. Because Nakamishi doesn't mention anywhere. It's not on their on their website or anything anywhere. And I realized what the issue is. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> it's a total freaking disaster of a product. They sold this thing for a thousand bucks. Oh, a thousand man. bucks. Oh, my God. And it breaks constantly. All the controls are inside the lid, so the thing has a very clean look when it's closed. It's but if you want to turn off the alarm, you have to open the lid over and over and over again. And there's sensor in the lid, and eventually that thing breaks, and then the lid just keeps <laughs> opening itself in the middle of the night. And it's all motorized, <laughs> so it makes noise, right? This is Nakamichi, the guys who actually decided that they had to have the tape turn itself over. Right. right? I mean, it's gadget hell. Yeah. So you read these reviews. These people hated this thing. They just <laughs> loathed it. It's got a two out of five. They must have loved it a little bit. Well, it also it's, says that they paid 300 bucks for it. And back at the Nakamichi uh, site, it said the retail was 349 So the price must have come down due to yeah, lack of demand. The original price, if you look through more of the reviews, you see a lot of people who first owned it paid 1000 bucks for it. And then the price, then NAC discontinued it. The price started falling and da 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 yeah. Disaster. I mean, yeah. a total disaster of a product. But the concept is so good. Like, this is a serious clock radio. Yeah. So I'm like, give me the new version, man. Like, somebody's got to have done this again. And I've gone nuts just trying to find another one. Because this is just what I want. I just had, like, one that would actually work. I don't know why I'm high maintenance that way, you know? Mm. Can I have one that actually works? <clears throat> No, so, it's not I mean, too I looked at a lot of different clock radios, you know, all over the map. And there's a couple of cool ones that I found. Um, just finding like a multi-part radio is not not that easy. And searching on clock radio, you find nothing but twenty dollars pieces of crap. And that's not what I'm looking for. Right? Right. I mean, I'm looking for a pretty serious clock radio. Here's one at Shrinkster.com three WD, and this is actually a Panasonic, and it's a two-piece. But all it is, it's all focused on the sound. That they're thinking, oh, well, a two-piece, I just need stereo sound, right? That's what they're worried about. I'm like, no, huh. I need the other clock. Right, This right, product right. won't cut it. Sure, it has two alarms, but you still have the problem of uh, only having one snooze bar and somebody got to climb over somebody to turn it off. Yeah, exactly. All right. 
You ready for the answer? Sure. This is the modern new product. And uh, and I'll give you the Shrinkster here. It's made by a company called Tivoli Audio. And it's a Shrinkster 3WE. Now, Tivoli Audio makes a retro clock radio. They call the Model 3. I love it. Sweet. Nice. nice. Beautiful looking analog clock, Very nice, nice big dial, good sound. But it's and it's designed by Henry Kloss, which you know may or may not be a good thing. But if you take a look down <laughs> below on that page at the related products, they make a CD plug player that plugs into it that matches it. They make a subwoofer that plugs into it that matches it, and they also make this Model Three dual alarm speaker. So what it is is another box, same size, oh, with nice. another clock and another alarm. <clears throat> that's the other speaker goes on the other side. That's great. So, match set. Two problems. It's always a problem. First off, the freaking thing isn't shipping yet. Uh, And, you uh, know, I don't trust any product till I actually have it in my hands. That's why I have a cassette deck that goes in my freaking computer. (laughs) How do you know? Do you say availability in stock? Do they? It says backordered on my page. It says in stock on my page. Oh, oh, I see. You clicked on the dual alarm speaker, Actually, no, they're both in stock now, Richard. Are they? Yes. Wow. wow, there you go. There you go. Maybe try it out. But I did. They, they're they nice enough, and I wish more vendors would do this. They put the owner's manual as a PDF file. So I read through the owner's Sweet. manual on the dual alarm speaker, and the one feature this thing is missing is there's no way to turn off the alarm between the two units. So the alarm on one side has to be turned off on that side. The alarm on the other side has to turn off the other side. Also... The alarm is only a beeper on the oh, on the, uh, uh, the second side. I don't like that. Because it doesn't interface with the AM, FM radio thing. You know, oh. I just noticed Carl's flipping back and forth between these two pages, and I'm noticing it's the exact same background. They just, you know, paint shopped in the uh, the uh, the front the of face. The, the face. Yeah. It's not two separate photos. It's so it's photo. not real. Yeah, it's not real, man. They cheated. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they've had the pictures up for a while before they really had the product around. But and you know you're gonna try I to really order one. like the retro product. The same way that I always wear, I yeah. wear a watch with a with a face on it, not yeah. a digital watch, yeah. and certainly not a freaking spot watch. Right. <laughs> I really like these retro looks. I'm tempted to get these because yeah. they, they're good looking units, and they, they're pretty darn close to exactly what I'm looking for. I haven't found Clock Radio Nirvana, but I have found what I think is a pretty darn nice. That's pretty nice, Richard. Clock radios. Very nice. And you know, Richard, you're going to try to order one, and they're going to say they don't ship to Canada. Yeah. There's actually a set of Canadian sites for uh, Tivoli as well, so we could go and pursue it that way, but they're probably not available. Are you ready for one last toy before we we hang up the toy boy section? Sure. What's the one toy I got to do every week? Japanese USB toy. Can't let it go by. The bad Japanese toy. The bad Japanese toy. USB. It has to be USB. The Japanese come through for me again. And the only problem with this site, and it's at shrinkster.com 3WF. So 3WF. Okay, now, if you get to that link that I sent you to, you're on a Japanese site, the Nick ABP site, (laughs) and none of the text is intelligible whatsoever, but there's a doll there with a couple of little things on it. Now, I've translated the site, and if you do this, you're going to be horrified. It's a doll that has medicine pills and candy 
and it talks. Oh. And the way that it knows that you've put the medicine into its arm is there's RFID tags in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like uh, Baron von Munchausen syndrome, really? right? There you go. So let's Ouch. teach the kids. This is a toy that says, I'm sick. Please stick that RFID tag in me. Oh, oh my God. There you go. <laughs> that is That's sick. That's fucked up. The, the Japanese are going out there, man. They're out there. I got a dad Japanese toy story for you, Richard. Uh, last Sunday, I missed a Valentine's Day party at, you know, with my family and friends, and we always get together every year with these friends and uh, exchange gifts and stuff. And they have a girl, uh, uh, they have a daughter who just graduated college last year, and so it's her first year out of college, and she loves my daughters and stuff. And she gave my nine-year-old one of those, uh, uh, what do you call those, those artificial life pets? Those little electronic Tamagotchi. Pets. Yeah, Tamag- Tamaguchi. Yeah. Okay, Tamaguchi. Don't know the word. All right. And and she goes to school and she, you know, she's like, she, she did this to torture us or something like this. These things you have to like press the buttons at certain times or they die. You have to like be a slave to these little. You got to keep them fed. You got to keep you know, them this, fed. Yeah, you're you right. Gotta, this is a 21st century drum. You know, I right? consider these well, Tamaguchi's murder simulators. Basically, that's what happened. I mean, you know, <laughs> she said. Uh, you know, uh, no, I want to leave this out so I can bring it to school tomorrow. And in unison, Gretchen and I said, oh, no, there is no way you're bringing this anywhere where you have to pay attention to anything. But he's going to die. He's, he's going to die. Yeah, he's going to die. They're murder and simulators, so, man. The so government- get this. So, right. so my wife, she's sitting up in bed. It's like 11 o'clock and she's reading the manual trying to find out how to turn the damn thing off. And it's impossible. There's there no, no off switch, man. There's no off switch. You have to take a hammer and beat it to death (laughs) or do what we did. Stuff it in the sock drawer wrapped in socks. And maybe it, you know, when it cries for food in the middle of the night, you won't hear it and it will die. And so what happened was my daughter had programmed it to begin with at the wrong time. So she like put it on British time or something like this. So it was all like time for lunch at three o'clock in the morning and the thing's going and it wakes her up. I'm like, I'm going to kill this person for giving this to my kid. What the fuck are these people thinking? Man, you know, Carl, you're actually going to have to do this with Mark tonight. When he starts crying for food, you're going to have to wrap him up in your sock drawer. <laughs> Just not the duct tape I, again, So man. it turned out that the hammer was the best, uh, the best way the to best get rid solution. of it. And, 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 the, and the, the daughter is going to uh, give my daughter something else. Yeah. Because that was a bad and you, toy. And, you can, you, when, and when, the next, uh, when the next round of gifts come around, you can give him a can of pesticide or something, you know? Yeah. Something less aggravating. So you say that the the daughter actually the other one you know just graduated college, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, give her give her my phone number. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> no, no. Didn't you hear? He likes these people. Yeah. I think you need a business card, Nick. I'm They're, lovable. You, it I'm say, great. It should say I'm, I'm a nice guy. It should say Nick, active Nick, whatever the heck your last name is, and then underneath it should say guaranteed three orgasms minimum. <laughs> Just hand that out, man. <laughs> you bet, man. <laughs> All right. Well, Richard, uh, 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 should we do the contest winner now? Oh, boy. You have to tell me what the last contest was. So last contest was uh, looking for the firmware version of this Plextor uh, 
what was it a uh over oh, the uh, sata sata dvd last version was 104 wasn't it and the winner is picked at random uh from all of the right answers shannon sivertson yeah all right and shannon we're going to uh ask you to pick an item at the monday's useless crap store and give us uh, your address and we'll send it to you so wait a minute we actually have girls listening to the show could be a guy could be a guy shannon's an irish name could be oh really man or a woman damn and here i was getting my hopes up dude actually you know i think your chances are good anyway it's either way, man. <laughs> well, let's see. Let, let's send a message out. If there are any girls listening to the show, send us an email. Tell us about it. All I'm saying, man, is they can't be any worse than your current odds. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I'd go for it, man. That's just me, though. Contemplate a lifestyle change. Yeah, oh, but I, I don't want to date an Irish dude, you know? All right. Well, so you got something against Irish dudes. So I tried, maybe, it, maybe, I tried it with the British sailors, and you know, you probably fun. you probably wouldn't have to shave his back. You know, uh-huh. there's that. <laughs> that is there a big plus, man. Big plus. You want another contest, Carl? Yeah, let's let's have a contest, Richard. You want a contest? All right, I'll give you another contest. All righty, and don't. I'm not making this one easy now. I want you guys to really go looking. There's a secret about the Tivoli. Clock radios. I want you to tell me what the power source of the clock on the Tivoli Model 3 clock radio is. Determine the power source and send it to? Uh, That would be pwop at franklins.net. That's pwop at franklins.net. And we will pick one of the correct answers at random next week on Mondays. And uh, that person will win. An item of their choice from Monday's useless crap store at cafepress.com. Oh, by the way, Carl, speaking of useless crap, uh, you stole a few mugs from your place. Oh, sure. No problem. <laughs> Can we get a website that's like the URL is www.notsouselesscrap.com? <laughs> Do you know to inspire our <laughs> listeners to, you know? It doesn't there, suck. There might be some, you know, it doesn't suck like it used to. So before we get out of here, guys, I want to play Mark the uh, my interview with uh, my daughter because he he missed that uh, from last week. He hasn't heard it, so you're going to hear his reaction fresh. On Can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Do you listen to Daddy's show Mondays? Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think of Mark Miller? Mark is a poopy head. <laughs> and what do you think of Richard Campbell? Richard drinks too much. What do you think of Kirk Webb? Who's Kirk? Yeah, he hasn't been on in a while. You probably haven't. I like Karen. Yeah, you like Karen? Yeah. Why? Because she's funny. Yeah. What do you think of stunt musician Spotlight? <laughs> did you see Daddy on A and E? Yep. And did you see Nick? Yep. What do you think of Active Nick? Loser. <laughs> did you see Rory? Yep. What do you think of Rory? Is he gay? No, he just <laughs> he just looks gay. 
He's gay. No, he just looks gay. <laughs> There's a difference, honey. What do you think of Jeff's hair? Freaking sound guy. Freaking sound guy. What do you think of your dad on the show? Stupid. <laughs> honey, we told you not to say that word. Are there any smart people on Mondays? Yeah. Who? She's adorable. I met her last week and she is adorable. She's a cutie. It's and good. I'm still, you know, not sure if, if Carl is the real dad. <laughs> <laughs> no one is. Yes, she was coached. Why is everybody asking me like mm. she listens to the show? Come on, you guys. <laughs> Well, anyway. It's going to cost you a lot in therapy <laughs> later if she listens to the show, man. Has Gretchen found out about this recording yet? Yeah, she heard it. She laughed. Okay. Well, we got to get out of here, guys. It's 3 in the morning yeah. for us. So uh, we'll catch you next week on Mondays. Drive slow. No, you know what? Fuck it. Drive fast. Take chances. Be good to each other. See you next week. Have a good week.